Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. What's good, folks? I appreciate you for tuning in to another episode of This A Podcast. Before we get into it, uh, let me let you know a little bit about what this is. This is a podcast where I have conversations with some of the dopest people, most talented people in my world. Um, I like to have, you know what I'm saying, really insightful conversations with people who I think are thought leaders, forward thinkers, or just, you know, really talented in whatever arena they're in. Um, so that's what this is. Uh, me, myself, my name's Mech, uh, or Mech Show, depending on like how you know me. Um, but yeah, I'm a, uh, I run a business and I'm building another business. So a lot of the things that I like to talk about and think about are kind of business centric, you know what I mean? Business facing. So that's kind of, and also like on the personal development um, wave, because that's another thing that I'm into. So that's what I, you know what I'm saying, have conversations with my guests about. And if this is your first time here after this podcast, definitely go check out everything we got on itsnation.com. Uh, we got hella content on there. We got Saba Saga for all the music lovers, musically inclined people, the independent artists for real, um, any kind of creative. She's she shows you how to take your art from the streets to the industry with all kinds of helpful insights, tips, um, and just valuable content. And then we also have another podcast called Live from the Back Seat with my two homegirls, Josie and Simone. They are super dope, super funny. So definitely check that out on iTunes and on YouTube as well. We have Sporty Life TV. Um, we got some super dope coming this fall. Uh, there's a whole new coaching staff over at John F. Kennedy High School. And part of that new coaching staff is uh, the Sporty Kings themselves, Serge and Theo. So we're definitely going to be there all fall documenting the growth and development of that football team. So that's going to be super dope. So, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure you're subscribed to It's Nation TV on YouTube and itsnation.com on everything else like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Follow itsnation.com just spelled out. And yeah, man, we just going it's, it's going to be a fun ride uh, going into 2018 and beyond. On this episode, I got my bro Malcolm Miller on tap. Uh, Malcolm is a professional basketball player. He finished this season with the Toronto Raptors, has also played for the Celtics, and um, has spent some time overseas. Uh, He's had an unconventional, you know what I'm saying, path to the NBA, so we definitely got into all that, all the grinding that he had to do to get to where he is. And, um, you know what I'm saying, as he'll say, he's still got a long way to go. Uh, But... But um, yeah, the conversation was definitely dope. There's definitely a lot to learn from this. So um, yeah, let's just get right into it. Got my dog Malcolm on tap today. Malcolm Miller, to be exact. Yo, you know good? what I'm saying? What's good, bro? How you been, dog? I'm cool, man. How about you? I'm in straight, bro. Everything cool. Everything cool. Yeah. Uh, what you What you been up to, man? Shoot, working out nonstop. True that. First, first, <laughs> before we get before we dive into it. Um, for, for you know people who may not know who you are what you do let everyone know who you are what you do all right so i'm malcolm miller uh i played last season with the uh toronto raptors and the uh the 905 their g league team went back and forth between that whole thing yeah. but uh 
starting earlier. I went to Gettysburg High School. Yeah. So many people around. You know your uh, jerseys retired. Your jerseys yeah. hanging up in there. <laughs> yeah. The, your Celtics don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that shit in there the other day. <laughs> My sister took a picture. She was so hyped. Yeah. It's crazy though. Yeah, but Billy. They just put Billy's up there too. Oh, word, word. Yeah, His equals jump. Yeah, yeah, it's lit. It's lit. But yeah, so Gettysburg High School. Yeah. Came out there. Went to Holy Cross. Uh, did all four years there. Mm-hmm. Long story, mm-hmm. but uh. I did uh, major in philosophy. That's one of the things my parents wanted me to do. They wanted yeah. me to finish. I didn't really have much of an option. Yeah. It was like, that's real. That's real. I did it. You know, I can say. Your parents it. wasn't like, we need the money. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, they wasn't like one and done or anything. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was real. That was, was even real. a thought. But yeah, so then um, I got a couple workouts in Boston Celtics, uh, training camp with them, preseason. Saw my first 48 seconds at the end of a Brooklyn game. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was shook. He was like, Miller, get in. I was like, oh. <laughs> were you, were, was that like unexpected for you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was, you know, in the back of your mind, like, all right, I'm going to be ready to play. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't actually this. think you and were going to When you hear it, you're like, oh, you got a jersey. <laughs> it's like, making sure you don't walk out there with your pants. You know, like, Bro, if I, I got everything right. Like, that's real. That's I'm real. Checking, make sure I still got. That's it real. That's real. But yeah, no, that was that was my first actual like little bit of clock. Yeah, it was nothing. It was preseason, so yeah. it technically doesn't count. But yeah, that was cool. So I went to G League with them. I mean, what was D League back then? Yeah. D League with them. Oh, so G League? Because I was always wondering, is the G League the former the former D League? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gatorade bought everything. Oh, so they just, okay. they just branded okay. on everything. I was because I felt like. It was D League, and then all of a sudden, I started hearing niggas <laughs> say G League. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no press release. There was no like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what the fuck happened? Everyone was just like, so we gotta call it the G League now. Yeah, and yeah. Like, they was just like sticking by it. Like yeah. everything was like G League. There's G League. Yeah. This. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I'll, True. That. I'll That's actually a good move by Gatorade. Yeah, yeah it's smart. I mean, it's free marketing for yeah. them. Like they get their stuff on everything. That's so. real. That's real. But yeah, that's the rundown. We're going to get into the yeah, nitty gritty yeah, of yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to go back a little bit to, you know what I'm saying? So first, of all, just I'm just going to say this. Uh, I know you from a young age. You're like my younger brother's one of his best friends. You know what I'm saying? So I've always seen you around and stuff like that. Fucking little rascals and shit. <laughs> but um, I kind of wanted to know like what it was like, what your life was like, kind of like growing up, um, like, like. What kind of stuff were you into as a kid? Like, like what was the Miller household like growing up? You know what I'm saying? The Miller household, man. Well, I'm the baby of the family, so I got two older sisters and oh, older okay. brother. Okay. So I was just... They was always looking out for me. Yeah. But they beat the That's hell out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> That's real. I, it was real. It would jump me when I was like two or three years old. Yeah. But I mean, we were uh we were an active household. You know, my sister played basketball. That's who I learned basketball from. Okay. My other sister, she did a little track, she did a little volleyball mm-hmm. and a little bit of basketball. Mm-hmm. She's better at track, but yeah. So we was always on the move. Both my parents, they played like basketball, nothing like college, but like club sports and stuff like that. So we was always active and moving. Um Beyond that, I mean, we was just a chill family. Yeah, we didn't really regular. do much. Like, we had family outings. We had things like that. But the Miller household, it was just a... It was cool. It was cool. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, when did, like... Like, how early did, like, basketball become your thing? Oh, I want to say as soon as I can remember. Like, yeah. My sis, like I said, my older sister, she taught me how to play basketball. So, I'd be going to her games at... Gaithersburg, like mm-hmm. she played at Gaithersburg, everyone knew her. Like, so. how much older are we talking? How much older is she? She's 14 years older than uh, okay. that. Oh, so like, yeah. yeah. Almost so like she like, raised you, type right. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was just always like, 
always hooping and I was always playing her and I was always losing. Yeah. That was the worst. I hated losing to her. She didn't like let you win type shit. Nothing. Like, I, I, I hate when people let yeah. people win. Oh, I respect her for that. Yeah. You know what I'm like, I wasn't, I didn't win for like, till I was like in middle school. Yeah. Like, she yeah. was killing me. Yeah. And she was good too. Like she, she tried to do like WNBA workout. She had a bunch of school offers from Maryland, all those nice schools, but she, uh, she chose, UNC. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 not UNC. I don't know. One of the HBCUs down there. I okay. forget what uh, Maybe Central. Central. Saint, okay. Central. Yeah. Central. Uh, I, I, know, I know what school yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember, yeah. but yeah. She chose that. So, like, she was just... And then once I was able to win, I never let her win. Yeah, since. yeah. Never. That's real. She didn't even play me no more. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. So, um, so... So like, how early though are we talking? When when basketball, like when you started playing seriously, like was that like what age do you can you recall? I would probably have to say like elementary school. Yeah. Like as soon as I was in those like little pee wee leagues, mm-hmm. I was serious. Like I wasn't doing any other sports. Oh, where? As soon as I got to middle school, same thing. Like that was my only sport. Yeah. And then when high school came around, that's when I was like, all right, let's let's really focus in on this like you was like locked in yeah like there's yeah. a chance for something to happen yeah. after this did you did you like in the moment you like felt that you really could make make a career out of this um i never even because really, i feel like i mean i don't want to cut you off but i feel like a lot of kids think that you know what i mean like you know what i mean regardless of like where you are talent wise a lot of kids think oh i'm gonna grow up and be like you know what i'm saying like how real was that to you the real like first of all the college aspect of it didn't even hit me till like sophomore year mm-hmm. so like i was always a kid like oh i'm gonna be in the nba I'm yeah gonna be in the nba like yeah. do this like you know, like everyone does. Yeah. But it wasn't until I got to college because like my freshman year, I went to high school, you know, cool, went to college. My freshman year, I didn't play much. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, this is different. Like, mm-hmm. You know, everyone, you hear all those stories of like you was killing in high school. You go to college and it's a whole. And now business. you're just, yeah. you got to start all over. So it's like, <laughs> that's when it hit me. It was like, all right, my talent and size isn't about to just carry me to this dream. Word. That's when it was like, all right. I got to work even harder than I did work before then mm-hmm. because we got sweat in college. I mean, high school, like high school, we was getting killed sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Gaithersburg's basketball sure. boys yeah, are yeah. historically bad. I mean, actually, what's crazy is now they're good. <laughs> like, nice now. Yeah. Like now they're good. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. went to like the conference uh, finals the or semis, something, semis yeah. or something like that. But yeah, they're historically bad. And that's wild. So like what was that's that's actually a good question. What what? Um, in high school, what was it like playing for a bad team? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like straight up, like, 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 what was it? Like, what was that like? Was it frustrating? Like, what, like, what was that like? It was different because I had grown up playing with these guys since like Laytonsville, so it was like Gunner, Kyle, the Twins, Chris, what, like all yeah. those guys. Like, we had been growing up playing to each other with each other. But we thought we were good. Like, we was like, all right, we're a good squad. Yeah, yeah. But we never really, like, pieced it together. Yeah. Like, we had the same team yeah. freshman year all the way up to uh, senior year. Mm-hmm. But we just never really pieced it together. So, like, thinking about that, I was like, well, I got to, like, do my thing on this team. But if I would have went to, like, a private school or something, like, being on that type mm-hmm, of situation, mm-hmm. then it was like, all right, what if my team's good? What if my team sucks? Like, yeah. it's a different type of focus you, like, I feel like you got to have. That's real. That's real. So I kind of want to I want to know a little bit about your college experience. Um, you know, I mean, if anyone that pays attention to like Sports Center or whatever the case, they know, like, you know, what I'm saying the NCAA as a whole has a bad rap. You know what I mean? As far as like what what they do, um, 
towards student athletes and things like that. Um, and I, and I think it's interesting because the NCAA is like a big institution. And I think, I think when you look at individual schools, it could be different. You know what I mean? I feel like, I don't know, but I feel like, okay, for example, uh, what was it? Shabazz Napier or whatever, when he came out and said, what, where'd he go? Penn State or something like that? Or UConn? Um, yeah. He was saying like how like there was days when he wouldn't have food and stuff like that. And I, I just want to know, like, what was your, what was your, okay. As far as the value exchange between like you being a, a student athlete and the school taking care of you, do you feel like, it was a fair experience for you. Yeah, for me, sense? for me, I feel like the school really took care of us. Okay. Like we, we had, like we had shoes. Yeah, they put us on the meal plan that all the other students could have. So it was like the max meal plan. So we didn't have to worry about like if we're gonna have a meal. Like we always had availability mm -hmm. of meals, and we had enough. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't have enough, they supplied us with some extra. That's real. So I mean, like for me, like eating wasn't really a problem. Like mm -hmm. besides, like me wanting to go out and just being broke. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> that's real. That's real. When, that's I'm, real. when I'm on the school, couldn't go to like Red Lobster and shit. <laughs> like, that's real. Getting just the McNuggets or something. That's real. Somewhere. But yeah, but as far as like on the campus, like being able to eat, being sure they actually take care of us, like in that type of aspect. I, I I felt it was fair for me. Yeah, it was very but, fair. But I mean, I hear the stories and I can understand. Like, yeah, I get it. But I also feel like schools are individual. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just because like this school does this, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean like that's what it's like all across mm -hmm. the board. That's kind of that's why I wanted to get like your take on um, your school. Wait, uh, is Holy Cross, that's that's D1? Yeah, it's D1. Okay, where, where is it? It's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Worcester is in the middle. In the middle of nowhere? Uh, it's in the middle. Like, it's, Worcester's a pretty big city, but it's uh, just in the middle of Massachusetts. Yeah. It's on a hill. Hill. Yeah, it's like actually that's a mountain. It's a so, mountain. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's in, if it's in Massachusetts, that joke was tough to just walk up and down every yeah. day. Like that was a workout in itself. That's great. That's a different story. Um, what what was it like in that area? Like what was what was what, what is there to do out there? I mean, it's it's real college. Like it's a liberal arts school. Like semi private or whatever. But like you know, you don't have a huge demographic in there like okay. it's mostly upper middle class white kids okay and i mean that's cool yeah like, that's, fine. that's what we're actually yeah. what we're used to out here right, right. So <laughs> like, like, i mean it was nothing new to me but yeah. like you know it was just like drinking party yeah you know hanging out it was real chill environment yeah but like it was a lot of money circulating because that school it's got a lot of like generational wealth in it okay. and everything like a lot of the students have their grandparents names on one of the buildings or something. Oh, like that. word, word. Yeah, so I mean, it's a it's a it's a tough school to get into, mm -hmm. but like athletics definitely help. Yeah, help, like a lot of, of the other players get in there, but it was just a it was a real welcoming experience. Like they really treat you like a family. Like once you get in there, it's like all right, you got Holy Cross on you. It's like it's lit. Up. That's lit. Um, and I know you mentioned you studied philosophy. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of interested in knowing. Education wise, do you feel like you got, um, you know what I mean? Do you feel like you got what you wanted as far as like education wise? I feel like that. Yeah, I did. I mean, you think about the other like players from other teams that might have did like they didn't really have to do much in school. Like my school was not having that. Like they had they respected the academics 
in the athletics, but they were like, all right, we pride ourselves on our academics. Yeah, that's like, real. Everyone can be an athlete here, but like academics is first. So you like, know what's interesting? Like honestly, with that. that's real. Cause like honestly, the reason I asked that is because I heard um, you know, Terry Crews, the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hearing him say when he was in college, because he was like a football player before he like really got into acting, he was saying how like his teachers didn't really want him to take the classes that he wanted to take because he actually was he was really more concerned about being a student than an athlete he was really trying to he was really focused on like because he was an artist he was really focused on getting a, a art degree and like actually learning art yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and he was saying like how like his coaches were like oh and his advisors were like oh nah uh, don't take that class take this class because this teacher's gonna look out for you and like you know what i'm saying things yeah. like that and i just think that's kind of interesting you know what i mean i, I just think it's kind of interesting because it's like you're saying you're giving them a free education. Like that's that's the NCAA's <laughs> claim to fame. Free education, free education, or like full rides, like you're giving an education. Right. And it's like, dog, but at the end of the day, if y'all not like if y'all not making sure these niggas are learning, then you know what I mean? Then like it's yeah. that's just kind of interesting to me. Uh, it's always like you always get that perspective on it. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, student athlete, what's more important, the student or the athlete? That's right. And I feel like, like you said, it's almost by college and university. Yeah. That's what they like take it on. Like, yeah. You get like the high, high major schools. It's like, all right, we're getting these dubs. We're, <laughs> we're getting kids to the NFL and we're doing this. Like, this and, is and, and it makes goal. sense because a lot of some kids don't care about the education. Right, some right. kids just want to play. You know right. what I mean? So that, it makes sense. But it's like so they'll find you the easiest amount of like, you know, path of resistance. So, you know, you can just focus straight on sports yeah. and like you just breeze through like you talk, take a class. All you got to do is do it like two minute speech. And like pass. <laughs> Like what? That's real. So it's like you know, but you, you finish that and you got the whole day to work out. You got yeah. the whole day to rest because they really like you. Really got to work in order to like try to get that next level, even in college. So yeah. that's why like they know like them college players are coming out. You got the linemen big enough to like go in the league and just bang right away. Yeah. So it's like you got to work for that. Like being talented is like cool. That helps, but work is really what gets it. So that's it's real. like you know, get the grades away whatever sports but then some schools got that mix yeah yeah that's real um it's interesting though that you said you study philosophy what made you pick that yeah like, is that something that you're actually interested in or you just i didn't find out until i actually started getting oh where yeah so originally like dad business you know my mom business aspects i was like all right go here take whatever business course is available that econ mm-hmm. so i was taking econ grinding through it struggling yeah. was not having fun at all yeah not enjoying it and then it wasn't until like i was just it was like sophomore year like part way through sophomore year i was like this sucks and then later on that year my mom passed away oh so then that's when i was like all right i'm not about to do something that you i'm not with. messing with like, yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and do something i like and i remember taking a philosophy class before and I was like, I was like thinking, damn, like that's some interesting stuff. Like, you know, questioning this, questioning that. And then I took another one and another one. And I was like, that's spread it. it out. Like, yeah. I'm doing it, like making my major. I had a real cool teacher. I talked to him about stuff. Mm-hmm. He was cool about everything. So I was like, yeah. I'm Do you remember like what, like what exactly it was that, you know what I mean? Or the few things that it was that kind of like brought you in. Do you remember? I remember it was like we would have classes and there'd be like five different philosophers we studied. And the teacher would make us like sit in rows, like this is this philosopher, this is Mill, this is Kant, this is Sartre, or like so you'd sit in those groups and she'd put up a topic or application of like some problem. 
and you all debate that like you were you, like you were that person that's super interesting so then i was like we were debating we were like i'm right, I'm yeah. right. Like, this is the fact that's the fact yeah, yeah, yeah. they were like this is the fact that's the fact for us and it's like damn it all that's makes super sense. interesting that's an like, interesting way it to makes teach. sense from this side yeah. and it makes sense from that side yeah. so that's when i was like man that's how you realize like everybody's got a perspective yeah and they will think they're right but you will never completely see that yeah. until you're like in their shoes. But at the same time, it's like yeah. everyone's different. And that's kind of why I'm, I'm like, I'm super interested in like philosophy, psychology for those reasons. Cause it's like, there really is no right and wrong, yo. It's really whatever you choose to believe. You know what I mean? Right, so like, right. like, like whatever, like that's what it is in every situation. You know what I mean? So like, I, I'd be looking at people that be in arguments and I'm like, yo, like, it's, it's one thing to, like you said, like debate and like just kind of like talk about your point of view and like listening to someone else. Facts, just laying, laying out, out your, your facts, yeah, your, your truths, yep. and then someone else laying out their facts and their truths. And then, you, you know what I'm saying? Because with that, you there's give and take. Like some things I'll be like, oh, that's a good point. You I know what I'm saying? How you got from this I can see how you got there and things like that. I'd be looking at some motherfuckers <laughs> arguing, especially online. Niggas are really trying to be like, no, you need to believe what I believe. You know what I mean? They're really out here <laughs> trying to change people's minds. <laughs> like, like They're getting offended if you're I not what you're saying. But, yo, that's the, that's the, as soon as I, that's one of my pets thieves when someone's like yeah i get you but and i'm like yo you're just negating the fact that you say yeah, that you get me you know what i'm saying <laughs> that shit is super interesting to me but um let's go a little bit from like college i guess i want to know i'm actually super interested in this aspect um when you're like kind of getting towards the latter end of your college career and you're trying to just prepare yourself for like the next phase of life what what was that like for you? Like what were you what were you thinking about? See, I feel like just live life in the moment. So yeah. like I wasn't even like thinking about that. To be honest with you, playing beyond college didn't even really like hit me until like I want to say like end of my junior year. Mm. Like I was just hooping. I was like, oh, college is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like senior. I'm a hooper. I'm, I'm in college. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And then senior senior year comes and I'm like, damn, what's after this? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, someone will probably prevent something. Will, like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you do what you're supposed to do, and good things happen. That's to you, real. Right? You That's know, very it real. Might not always happen to you. It might not happen then. Yeah. But it's like, all right, I'm gonna keep doing my work, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna keep grinding on the court, mm -hmm. and then just see what happens. Like I'm set myself up for an opportunity yeah. in the long in like the most basic sense. That's that's no, that's very interesting actually. And what's funny is that I've actually come to that same realization, but it came to me for me it came like after college, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz I feel like just the average college student kind of goes through this like kind of like anxiety attack right, like right. panic of like what am I going to do so next? Many you know what I mean? There's so many options and I that, that's why I was asking you because like as a basketball player, it's not that it's not like there's so many options but there are like there's options within basketball. You know what I mean? So like I was just really like wondering what like okay, for example, when I think about myself, I I kind of learned to live in the moment after school. You know what I mean? So like yeah. when I was in school, I was thinking like, damn, like what's next? What's next? What's next? And I had my ideas. I had my thoughts of like what's possible for me. Yeah. But like I just had that anxiety of like, damn, like because I know like school isn't it. I know I have to do right, something right. after this. I don't know what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's very interesting. I mean, 
Uh, what kind of what kind of put you in that mindset though? Because I feel like I feel like I had to learn that. Like I and once I learned that, it made everything much easier for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. once I learned, okay, just do the things that I like to do and let something present itself to me. Right. I don't have to go out and chase anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What where did you come with, with that like realization at kind of a young age? It was like going into my senior year. I started getting like recognition, like yeah. when they like, you know, they put your face on something here. That's real. And then you're, you're coach, not used to shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn, like that's me. Like, and then your coach would be like, all right, you know, we got some people coming in to watch you or something in practice. Yeah. And I'm like, me? <laughs> practice? Like, I'm just, I'm just out here hooping. That's real. And then it's like, all right you can help someone else get better like in their profession, in their career. Like you can progress another team or like, you know, you can be in the league or something. So I was like, that's when it hit me. It was like, I started like looking, actually looking like not just at college, but lit, the stuff going on around me. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's time to like, it's time to lock in. Yeah. yeah. So when, when, like, what, what did you do? Like, what did you change anything about yourself or like, what did, like, what, what was the next steps after that realization? Um, I mean, I was always getting shots up and everything. Like mm-hmm. I was working out, but my intent with it was different. It wasn't like, all right, I'm shooting because I'm shooting. I'm, I'm shooting because to get there's, a field goal. Goal percentage. there's a goal. Yeah, there's a goal. Like there's some things I gotta do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's like I had I had more of a vision. It crystallized the vision in my mind that you know I could start making benchmarks and like taking steps towards that. Yeah. So it's just like that's what the realization was. Like yeah. is real. Like yeah. when it be when I like it went from a dream to like a goal. That's real. It's like all right, I can. That's very it's time to start looking at the short term. Now. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so after so. Describe what happened after college for you. Like what? Like what was the next steps you took? So I had to find an agent, mm-hmm. which is like basically finding a college. Like you know, you got people coming to you. You're going to different people. They're looking at your tape. Mm. You're looking at who they have in their system and everything. So it's like it's very similar to like you know someone deciding their college. Yeah. So I had to find an agent, and then once I found my agent, the NBA workouts started happening. Yeah. Like pre-draft workouts it's happening like around this time now. Teams will just start flying people out. Yeah. You know, do a little workout with a couple different guys in your same class, and then you just wait for draft night. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually interested. So like, cause I, I heard about one kid that's a draft prospect now that like there, it was a story that he doesn't have an agent. He's like doing it himself. Like, do you think that's possible? Or like, have you, do you know what I'm talking about? If, you yeah, know I know. About? Is this dude from Villanova? Came, yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. he is from Villanova. Yeah. I think, I think I remember it was him, but I mean, if you're popping enough, <laughs> all you got to really do is real. Because, like, I mean, so, okay, so what? I was not popping. Yeah, so no, that's real. Shit. That's real. But I guess a better question is, like, what did the agent do that I guess a kid couldn't do for themselves? He has those contacts. Oh, so, like, he he can dial up, oh, you need this GM? Yeah. All right, let me. You can actually get him on the phone. Yeah. A couple like, scouts from yeah. these people. Like, you need their connections with everybody yeah. because – there's so many lines of like this coach did this with this guy mm-hmm. like he was friends with him on the golf course when yeah. they were doing this and then these coaches coached together in high school or something like that yeah so like everyone's like connected at different levels like yeah. they also say that like the water bot water boy or the equipment manager can end up being the gm and i've heard like five or six different stories of that happening for real so it's like it's like thrill so i'm like yeah you you know what's funny you know what's funny i think that's actually very that, that makes a lot of sense one i think just from running my family's business and, and just paying attention to how businesses work and being interested in business mm-hmm. i understand that 
um, it's all about like relationships and like connections and like stuff like that. Um, but what's interesting about what you said about like a water boy becoming the GM is like, it, like once you're in the organization, like you're in, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're in, like it's, it's like, it's like a family thing. You know what I mean? So if it you're there long enough, you can end up finding yourself from being the, you know what I mean? If you're like, I see, I see it all the time with like these these coaches that got like their kids as like the water boys. And then like when they're like 19, 20 years old, they're like assistant managers. <laughs> and then like when they're like 30, they're like assistant coaches. And it's just like, they literally like grew up in that right. organization. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very interesting actually. Not for real. But so you said, okay, when you were waiting for draft night, what was, do you remember draft night? Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. What was that like for you? Was that, do you, did you expect to get drafted or like, what were you, what, what were you thinking around I that thought time? there was a, a small chance in the yeah. late round. My yeah. two best workouts, I had two with the Celtics and I had one with Utah mm-hmm. and they both had like 40 or 50 and above picks in the last round. So I was like, all right, maybe one of them, like maybe one of them, like they were telling me my, it was telling me like, there's a good chance, like, yeah. you're an option with one of these guys. So yeah. I was like, I remember watching the draft. I was like, all right, cool. This person got first, second, third. And I was waiting for, like, 50 and 60. Yeah. And when I didn't hear my name, I was like, damn. Like, yeah. But it was like, at the same time, it was like, it would have been great if it happened. But, like, my expectations weren't, like, that high. Like, okay. I thought I could you, weren't, you thought you could, but you didn't really expect to? Or? Yeah, because I didn't, I just didn't know if my name was out there enough, yeah. like, or anything like that, but I feel like I killed, killed in them. Mm-hmm. But then my agent called me like immediately after the draft and was like, the Celtics were on the phone with them. They didn't draft you, but they want to bring you to training camp, try out for the team and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, that works. That's good enough for me. Is that how the, like, is that how we hear about these people that go undrafted? Like, yeah. do, do a lot of them just get phone calls after the draft? Like, yeah. oh, just c- still come through? Yeah, a lot of, I mean, it's calls with the agent and it's all stuff like that, but it's mostly like, yeah, we we didn't draft you, but, you know, you're still a viable option for mm-hmm. now or the future or things like that. So, like, they keep their eye on you. So it's a little, it's a, it's a little bit of commitment that you can okay. off of. So is, I guess that... I'm actually curious. So because I know like getting drafted doesn't guarantee you a roster spot. Right. So like, is there any benefit from being drafted versus getting that call as an undrafted free agent to come work out anyway? Is there any like the guarantee of like pay? Like they could always not play you and stuff like that. But it's like the guarantee that 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 team has put a commitment towards you. Okay, so what I'm saying is like when you get drafted, is there a guaranteed contract coming? Yeah, you get your rookie contract at the, okay. at the bare minimum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Even second rounders get uh, a rookie contract. You don't know. I don't even no, know. Cool. Yeah. Um, I was just I was just curious about that. Um, I know they're able to get much better contracts yeah, yeah, right after yeah. because it's not they don't have that rookie scale contract for the three years. So going into so after getting that Boston, like how did you land? Because I remember seeing you like on um, the Celtics, like in the preseason and stuff like that. How did that come about? You just like killed your workouts after you just. Were, yeah, oh. as soon as that happened, it was it was summer league. So you got to work out with them. And then the, my type of deal was I was a training camp invite. So mm-hmm. they invited me to training camp. I got to do everything with the team like like i was trying out for the team yeah, yeah. like there's a chance that i think i could just still like get kill and beat the 15th man out or something yeah but i mean that's very rare but mm-hmm. i still went through that whole situation so that included like the media day preseason and then basically so th- until that point they have like 20 people on their team but you got to cut it down after the preseason yeah so then that's when they just wave people so i'm, I'm interested in like what the kind of 
the things outside of basketball that basketball players have to do. You know what I mean? Like the media day, like the press things and like stuff like that. Like when you started having to do that, what was that like for you? Uh, it was pretty crazy at first because yeah. like you got a little bit of press in college, but like when it's like NBA, NBA. Like, <laughs> it's like a real ass like, like organization. Woo! I was like, Ooh. my first one was uh years later when I started uh, this past season. Yeah, yeah. I started my first game and everyone was like, who the hell is Mal? Yeah, <laughs> that's real. That's real. That's real. Type of stats. That's then, real. You know, I was that first game was against the Wizards, right? It was NDC or not? No, it's the game I came in. The first start was a home game. Okay. I remember seeing it, though, because I remember it was all hit me up like before. It was like, Malcolm's about to start tonight. And yeah, I remember. Yeah. But, okay, it was against Charlotte. It was against, okay. yeah, it was, a, it was a home game against Charlotte. And everyone was like, all right, who the hell is kid starting? <laughs> so it was like, and then after that, going to the press conference thing, I had a press conference. So I was like, all right. Your first jump. Like, this was like cameras and lights in there, like, yeah. Like, oh. Do you remember the questions that were asked? Hell no. No, nah, you don't remember what questions I was also, I don't know. It was something like, did you find out you were going to start? And I was like, yeah, this morning. And they, like real basic stuff. Like, yeah, just real basic stuff. Like, how'd you feel out there playing with the guys? I was like, good. Like, I was like, right. Like, Yo, I've always been wondering, like, sometimes these niggas ask, like, random, like, yeah. just like really, like, basic questions. I mean, I guess because they didn't know who you were at the right, moment, right. maybe they just kind of were like, I'm just asking him anything but sometimes it's like yo like and even I feel this way about like Sports Center and ESPN I'm like yo like sometimes we're covering things or like you guys are covering things that are just not important or right. not even like it's just like yo like you can talk about this but like what's the relevance you know what I mean yeah. like talking about like what LeBron eats for breakfast or like why he hasn't been why he hasn't been posting on Instagram I'm just like yo like why, you know what I mean like why are these stories like I feel like there's so many more statistical things other like, things that like, you can get into or like yeah. pontificate on that's just that's just interesting to me yeah but um yeah so that I actually kind of am interested in knowing what your daily routine is like during the season like during the season exactly like how because i i feel like i have an idea but i don't know <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm wondering like how often are you like working out and like playing basketball you know what i mean yeah no i mean all right so game days that's just a game day you come in early for shoot around yeah you, you go through that go to sleep and do everything but what do you like what do like you do oh well, yeah I, like what do you do all right so game days i uh I go to shoot around. Mm -hmm. It's 11 a.m., whatever. Okay. Do shoot so around. So what time would you like wake up on a day like that? Probably like 10, 9, 9.30, depending on what time. Like almost is. almost right before. Right before. Okay. Like, yeah, right before. Uh, Give right yourself before, time to like freshen up. Freshen up and, and everything. Okay. Yeah. Get a quick snack. Yeah. Shoot around. Breakfast. Uh, that's probably around like 11, 30, 12. Then I take a nap. <laughs> eat lunch. Take another nap and wake up for game time. <laughs> I sleep all day yeah, on game time. I sleep a lot too, just in, in general. Not, well, I don't sleep a lot, but I take like a good, I take, I was telling Kwaku about this the other day. I'd be taking like two 15 to 20 minute naps like every day. You know what I mean? 15 to 20 minutes is like, it, it seems like it's not enough, but it's like just enough to not make me like groggy right, when I wake right. up. You know what I mean? It's like, I gotta, uh, I close my eyes just long enough that I can feel rested when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? No, no, but I'm all for napping, dog. I'm all for napping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, basically game day is like a nap when I'm not on the floor. Yeah. Now practice day is a little different. Uh, practice usually around... 10, 11 o'clock. So 
you know, wake up, get food, head to practice early. When you're younger, like rookies, younger guys, always better. Oh, just yeah, just good look. You know, just a good look. They they even tell you like, show up at this time. Vets show up at this time, but like always trying to be like one of the first people there. Yeah, that's just like that's just a good look. Yeah, that's real. So get there, wait, shoot around, rehab if you need it. Practice goes on after practice, eat and a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but that's the thing. It's like two o'clock. So I just got the rest of the day for whatever. Okay. So what type of stuff so do you spend your time whatever. doing when you're not um, at practice or like, like what would you spend your time doing when you have the rest of the day yourself? Is just an example. Video games, I play yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite, are you fucking with Fortnite? Fortnite. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Or I just watch movies. That's real. Are you are you fucking with are are you playing any other ball players in Fortnite? Or are you just kind of like on it? I'm not familiar with Fortnite like that. I mean, I see it, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like on social and all that stuff, but I'm not like familiar with how the shit works. It's like I mean, I'm pretty pretty sure you heard about it. Hunter Man Royale. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Man Standing. Yeah, yeah. You get on the mic and get with a group of friends. Like, yeah. All right, Uzo, get on here. We're about to play yeah. this or whatever yeah, yeah. whatnot. So like, it's, it works like that. It's fun with like squads and everything. But I played with um, some of my friends when I played in Berlin last year overseas. Uh, Peyton Siva mm-hmm. and like Luke Sigma, a couple of guys that played on my Berlin team yeah. last year. I forgot you played. I'm Not that I forgot, but I kind of want to... Know a little bit about that. What was oh, yeah. what was it? What was the overseas experience um, like? Actually, what's funny is I remember Uzal went over there because he, 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 he gave me some of the footage of it. I was like, this nigga's out here signing autographs. <laughs> this nigga's out here. Like, like what was what was uh, Berlin like for you? Now nah, Berlin was dope. I enjoyed my time there. Um, I found out about it like it was one of the options mm-hmm. after I went to the G League and like. My name wasn't as buzzing in the NBA. When, field. when, when, like timeline wise, was this? This is after Boston, right? Yeah, this is after Boston G okay. League and okay. everything. Yeah, yeah. So this was after all that ended, probably around Mayish. Yeah. And I was like, all right, what's next? Like, you know, you got to find my next job. That's real. And my agent hit me with like it was Berlin, somewhere in Belgium, and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so we decided on the Berlin move. We were like, yeah, good situation. You know, the pay, yeah. the coach, all that stuff was That's working cool. out. So, you know, in Germany, like they treat you good. Like you hear about all these stories of like good and bad experiences in uh, overseas careers, but mine, mine ended up being pretty good. Okay. So Berlin, it was middle of the city we were right downtown mm-hmm. everything around us a lot of people spoke english yeah so it was like it was everything you could ask for like to be overseas to be overseas stuff. because you were in a deep, good league you know you got paid yeah. people don't usually get paid. no word and i had some american friends that i could talk to nice nice um as far as being out there what like was your squad good like like what like are you what were you I guess balling out there, like you know what I mean. Like, what was it like? We were good. Like, yeah, we we finished I think fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. So uh, we lost in the semifinals to uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah, they they killed us. I think they won that year. But, yeah, I mean we had a good squad. Uh, everybody cool people. We had Germans, Serbians, a Canadian, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a bunch of Americans. So I mean it was an interesting experience. I I got actually when I first got out there preseason I got hurt. Oh wow! Went up for a dunk and I got undercut oh, and like shit. landed, broke my wrist. Damn. So like that was scary because the first time I'll go overseas like far away by myself from my family. It's like all right, I'm in a, a Turkish hospital. <laughs> 
It knows nobody speaks. That's English. real. That's real. That's nobody probably scary as hell. Speaks English. I'm like, they're, they're taking me back rows. I'm like, oh. My they tell you the diagnosis. You can't even like comprehend what they say. You know, this is the thing. We went to the closest emergency room in Turkey, and like, we got a police escort taking us through. The yes. This is like right out of Istanbul. Yeah. yeah I've been hearing stories. No, that's real. That's real. So that I, I'm in pain. Like my my arm's broken. So then they take us to the place and like our my trainer for the Berlin team has a strong accent already. Yeah, so like, I'm trying to communicate with him. He doesn't understand what the Turkish people are saying, and he's like arm broke. Yeah, arm yeah, broke. yeah. That's like, wild. All right. So get an X-ray. Their X-ray like line is out the door, and they're like, we need this to happen quick. <laughs> so get an MRI. The MRI MRI machine is broke. So I get a CAT scan. I get a CAT scan. I'm like, you know, maybe it's dislocated. You know, nothing yeah. wrong. Dude comes in. Starts wrapping it up in the cast. I'm like, oh, like what's going on? What's going on? And he's like, the our trader's just like this. And he goes over. He goes, broke surgery. I was like, oh, those are two words, you know. <laughs> but the fact that this nigga just had his face over his face before he even communicated, you already know it's bad. Like he just, oh, shit. Yeah, broke surgery. I was like, oh. Like not even asking you, he's like, just like <laughs> I was like, how does he like out of all the that's wild, he just, right, was, right? Two that's wild. So and then we have to fly back to Berlin and get surgery to uh, just shattered, just yeah. shattered everything in my wrist. Yeah. So that was that was crazy, but at the same time, it was cool. They took care of me. Yeah, that's dope, so that's like dope. some people, some teams, you hear them, they'd be like, all right, well. Too bad. <laughs> go somewhere. So, like, good luck with that. But not that's experience. real. That's real. <laughs> so you spent just uh, a season there. Like, how 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 long were you in Berlin? August, and I remember coming home. I think it was May twenty fifth. Okay. Yeah. And then when you came home, what did you do? Like, what was the next move? I took a nice vacation. I went to the yeah. DR. I was like, I deserve oh, nice. something. <laughs> That's real. That's real. So, yeah. Um, I took a vacation. It was right back to right working out. Right back to working out. out. Right back yeah. to working out. I went to free agent camps. I went to um, the Knicks one. I had a couple workouts. And I went to a Celtic, I mean, um, a Raptors free agent camp. And that's what actually got me on their summer league team. Because okay. at that point, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I started working out for people. But I killed in that workout, and they invited me to summer league. Uh, and that's kind of how you, I guess, for the moment, made a home of Toronto? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once like I was cool with all the people there, it was, it was a good vibe. And then first summer league practice. What happened? First summer. All right. So we're on the court. Everyone's talking, you know. Doing our stretches, someone slips, and we're like, "What the hell?" They're like, "Man, this floor is slick." So everyone's like, "Everybody, everybody watch out!" Everyone's like, "All right, cool, we good now." So we go to practice. It's the first live drill. Yeah, dude's drive. All right, one on one, close out. Dude drives the baseline. I cut him off. He pulls up for a shot. And when I go to step towards him, my foot just rolls no. all the way over. Damn. So I'm thinking, all right, sprained ankle. I had one of these before. I tried to play it off, couldn't do it. Went to the doctor two days later. Your foot is like fractured and all the tendons are sprained. Damn. So they were like surgery. But, but, to, but to you, it felt like. I thought it was a sprain. Yeah. Like I, you were still walking? I, yeah, I never sprained. I put a boot on. I was like, I never sprained my ankle before. So, mm-hmm. you know, one, two weeks, I'm back. Mm-hmm. They were like 12, 15 weeks. Jesus. I was done. So I missed preseason. I missed training camp and all that. Yeah. But 
team took care of me again, you know, worked through, worked me through it. I went from like walking. I wasn't able to walk for like yeah. three months. Damn. I mean, three, three, four weeks. Yeah. Then went to walking. They progressed me through everything. So like they really took care of me, you know. I'm thankful for that yeah. because I wouldn't be able to have the opportunity if it wasn't for them. But That's real. At the same time, it was like hurt again. <laughs> That's real. That's real. So um, I kind of want to know. So this was your first full season with the Raptors, right? Yeah. I want to know like how it was for you, I guess, and like the kind of the things you learned, kind of things that you were going through. Right. Yeah. So I was, well, yeah, first full season, but it's still like half season because I was a two-way contract. So mm-hmm. I was half with the Raptors, half with the G League team. Okay. So I was mostly in the G League, but I have 49 days to go up and back and forth. So like, what does that mean exactly? Like you're playing, because I know there was some, or I'm, I think I know, yeah, from yeah. the outside looking in, I feel like sometimes you were dressing up for Raptors games, but then playing in G League games. Yeah, later. yeah. So it was like, all right, I'm on the Raptors roster. Mm-hmm. Now they have 17 Raptors roster spots, but I play games in the G League. Okay. So like I can practice with the Raptors, but it counts as a day. Okay. Uh, 45 days. Oh. So then oh, like, so okay. it's like you're basically on the G League team, but your name's on the Raptors team. Okay. So it's like, and then whenever you go up, it's like, it's better than calling like a 10 day contract because you know, you know the guy, you have commitment with him. Yeah. You go back and forth. So okay. that's basically, it's brand new this year. That's what the two way was. Okay. So I would get called up for spurts and like, like CJ Miles hurt his knee for a little bit. So I got called up at that point and I played a couple games and everything with that. So like, mm-hmm. it was easy. Like they can transfer you back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And that's, but like, so I guess what were some things that you kind of experienced and like learned and stuff throughout this, this whole NBA season? Um, I mean, just being ready for the opportunity. Yeah. Like on some real stuff, like, Anything could happen. Like yeah. Anything could happen at any point. So it's like, just always be ready. Like some of the guys on the team were real cool. Like they talked to you about stuff. They talked to you about like what to look away from. Yeah. It's like, or what to focus on or like, you know, you know, we should go in the gym real quick or something. The coaches are real on top of it because you have so much freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, do you, you got a lot, like a lot. I mean, I mean, I know you guys are grown men, but like, <laughs> yeah. and not because you, you hear about like, you know what I mean? Like you hear about, um, professional athletes, especially, especially playing for these big teams. I mean, I kind of, I feel like you kind of hear about it more in the NFL than mm-hmm. the NBA, but you know what I mean? You, you hear about how like the league kind of like regulates a lot. And I don't know, like, is that, is that so, or. I mean, yeah, I mean, they regulate to a certain point, but in the fact that you just have unlimited extent of what you can do in your free time. Yeah. So it's really like, it's just back to being a professional. Like, what are you going to do in your free time? Yeah. Like you're going to go to the clubs all the time. Or are you going to like, Spend time doing productive like shit. Like, yeah, you know, that's real. No, whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. So I mean, it's freedom in that point. But I mean, players they they can kind of do whatever they yeah. want. Yeah, that's real. Um, what? Uh, so like, as far as the players that were kind of, I, I want. I'm interested in knowing about like the players that are like like the Demar Derozans and the <laughs> Kyle Lyries. Like, what what is it like being around those niggas? Are like they like? I mean, I know they're regular people. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah. like, what is it like? Can you see a difference in why they're who they are versus other people? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like other people or other basketball players? Other basketball players. Other basketball yeah, players. yeah. I mean, they're just like as a person. No, not really. Yeah. But just their work ethic. Their work ethic. Like, That's you know, I mean. you get you get 
you see Kyle, like, you know, the young guys are supposed to be coming in early to shoot and you see Kyle in there shooting. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, he's really working on his craft mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Damar always working on his craft at all times. In the summer, that's when he becomes a whole new level of a player. Right. Like he, he improved so much from last year to this year that's and real. everything. So it's like, you might not see it all the time, but like little spurts you can get from like the, the professional things that they do mm-hmm. to reason why he was be able to stay with this team that long or be able to like, you know, just be a professional and make that that amount of money. That's real. That's real. And honestly, that's interesting because I feel like I feel like, you know, what I mean, the work like the work ethic is such a huge factor. Kind of like you said earlier, like talent is talent. You know what I mean? Size is size. Like what separates people is like how much they actually want to like work and get better. You know what right, I mean? Right. And I've always been interested in because I think I mean, sports to me, it kind of like mimics life. You know what I mean? Ever since I've like gotten into like my professional career and like my kind of professional groove, I feel like I'm in a groove right now. You know what I mean? Like I can kind of, I just feel like I'm in a groove. I went from a place where like, like I said, like when I was, kind of finished with college, I was like super lost. You know what I mean? I was just like, I mean, and I'm talking like even within myself, I was just like, what am I doing next? Like, who am I? Like, what's my purpose? You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Um, And I feel like now I'm like kind of in a groove, but I can kind of liken that to sports because I feel like sports and your performance in in a sport has a lot to do with like confidence and like if you actually feel like one you belong to like you're good you know what i mean so i'm kind of wondering like what is kind of your self-talk i guess when you're in these kind of like high pressure game situations you know what i mean like what types of things are going on in your mind like when you okay i guess a better example like i know when i'm when I'm like at a shoot, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or even when I'm in the office, like doing, like run, running my family's business, I'm still like, like I can still, like my, my mind can still wander and like be thinking about a movie that I saw or like, you know what I mean? And then I can, br- I can bring myself back for sure. But like when you're like in a game situation, like what's going on in your head? I mean, really what's in the moment? Like yeah. what am I doing now? What am I about to do next? Like oh, okay. always having an available move or available nice. thing option. Cause it's like, it, everything's happening so fast. So if you wander for a second, boom, mistake, bucket, sub. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. <laughs> That's so real. That's so real though. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, <laughs> Like, like the sequence has no room for error. Like, right. The sequence is that quick. Like, <laughs> you know nigga got 30 seconds to clock. <laughs> like, that's real. But at the same time, it's like, if you think about it that way, then you're going to be like, oh, I don't want to make no mistake. But I feel I like, do that. I feel like people, because like, okay, I can think about, I can think back to when I was playing sports. Yeah. And what, it's funny that you mentioned that because like, that's real. Like, that's mm-hmm. a real um, worry. And I feel like, I like something that, I remember about when I was playing sports um, as a kid is I didn't want to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And something that I know now is that like it takes making mistakes to actually like be good. You know what I mean? So like it's really interesting how. You know, you go from a place where you don't want to make mistakes. Like, like, how do you how do you kind of like combat that? Like, you know what I mean? I because mean, like, you, you know, if I make a mistake and I'm going to be out, right, like, how right, do you right. still do? You know what I mean? How you still try shit? You know what I mean? Like you said, like. 
you're you in a groove like you said yeah. it's the same as life like you, you said you was confused at one point like you was trying to figure shit out but then you got in your groove and you start everything starts opening up yeah so it's like you got to find your rhythm your flow your groove you know be like like it says you be in the moment mm-hmm. you know things start to open up so it's like when you start thinking like all right i gotta do this yeah. i gotta do this then you're thinking what you got to do at that moment and not the next play or, or vice versa. So it's like, you got to like, just mellow out. That's real. <laughs> That's real. We here right now. I'm doing this. Whatever. That's real. That's real. Um, this is random, but I'm not, it's not, not really random, but like, can you pinpoint like a, I guess a favorite moment since you've, been in the league like anything that's happened oh, yeah, like, my and, first points without a doubt oh, yeah <laughs> what, like, what was that oh it was against cleveland too yeah so i was i grew up i was a lebron james fan so <laughs> you know what's really interesting to me like yeah. what is it like playing against someone that you like i'd be thinking about like what if like all of a sudden i mean i honestly I, someone that i really fuck with and like have looked up to for a long time is currency and i found myself in a room with currency one Word. time yeah straight up and i was like yo like what's good bro like i was like i fuck with your work shout out it's nation for me he did you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. but like i'd be thinking like that was like a surreal moment like right. so like when you're into because i feel like it with uh, being a basketball player you see, you see niggas that you fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Night in and night out. Like, what is that like for you? Like, at first, it was like, like, damn, this is who I've been watching on TV. That's, like, that's this crazy. Is the all the hype. This is who I'm trying to get. That's up crazy. Against. And you're like, oh, well, damn. I'm competing against That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like, you got to get your shit together. Yeah, it's like, all right, that's my peer. Like, yeah. you got to start looking at it like, you know, yeah. that's, that's where I'm, this is where I belong. So it's exactly. like, that's real. You know, I can be in, I can respect the hell out of their game. Like, I respect this game like that. But at the same time, I'm like, how am I going to break this motherfucker down? Like, yeah, on the court, you can't like a fan. I'm trying to be better. So it's like, how am I going to, like, take him down? Like, what are his weaknesses and stuff? And you stop looking at him like this idol. And you're like, all right. That's real. This, That's real. This, is, this is where he gets this from. This is what I can borrow. This is what I can tweet. You know, yeah. it works across all industries and stuff like that's that. real that's real so um yeah back to like your first points like what was like what happened what was that like and what was going on in your head when that happened oh i remember it was uh i had gotten called up we were killing cleveland and i was like oh bet like up 30 this might be a chance it was like four minutes four minutes to go in the game no yeah, yeah four or five minutes to go in the game and i remember i looked at some one of my teammates and i was like when i get in i'm shooting the first three yeah and they let it fly so i got in i don't know what happened the ball just swung across first time i touched it it was kyle corver he was like way below the three-point line and i was like all right shot it i don't even remember like how it felt to shoot it yeah and i was like yeah it's all uphill from here like, yeah you knock down that first shot against like one of your favorite players growing mm-hmm. up it's like ooh, like all right that's bet. that's wild like <laughs> that's that's wild i yeah. can't even like imagine you know what i mean that's that's crazy that's crazy but it's like all right you know i belong here now so yeah. it's like what's the next level like, yeah so like you know these guys are no longer like idols and dreams they're just other players so it's like all right, now I gotta be in this realm, but elevate myself. Yeah, right. and kind of like become that. And I think it's like you got, and it's, it's funny because something I say like so often is you gotta like to a certain degree act like you are the person that you want to be before right. you actually 
are that before you're recognized as that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I feel like, like it's dress for the job you want, not the exactly, one exactly. Like it's the same kind of thing. But I think it's like you actually got to be like like dressing. You got to actually be that yeah, person. So yeah. it's really that's really interesting. Um, who who else were your favorite players like growing up? Uh, I like. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady was my dog, first yeah. of all. Like, that was, like, honestly, yeah, straight up, he's, like, my favorite player, like, yeah. of all time. You know what I mean? My two favorite players were Tracy McGrady and AI. Yeah. So, that's They were around the same, like, from. yeah. Oh, okay, one. T-Mac okay. one, AI three. That's, oh, that's, one of, that's, that's, that's very one interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. also, like, those are the two, my, my two yeah. people, like, I watched them religiously. Yeah. And if anyone were to say anything bad at them at that point, I was like, no. Yeah, we fight. I was like, like, no, you're wrong. I'm not trying to see you. I was fighting to go over T-Mac. Straight up. T-Mac was my dog, especially those Orlando Magic years. Yes. I was like, yo, let's get this <laughs> like every year I'm like yo like and what's funny is that uh, AI was Uzo's favorite player and I respected the hell out of AI but because like you know yeah, the sibling yeah, yeah. rivalry I couldn't like you know what I'm saying I yeah, couldn't yeah. like openly outwardly like be like damn like, AI cold gotta be better exactly. yeah. but AI was so cold yo like I'll I, I be watching a lot cause he what's funny is that he has like three documentaries out now yeah, you know what I mean yeah. and I think I've seen all of them but it's like yo like he was really that guy and I went to school in Hampton and he was like a god there yeah what's funny what's so funny is uh, me and my homies when I was in college we used to go to this bar called Abuelos like after school yeah. and there was one time we just saw AI, AI just cooling in there like this was like this was like maybe 2013 2014 when he was you would hear like people talking shit about him in the media as far as like he's going broke and all this shit. So he was like really keeping like a low key, low profile. Right, right, right. This nigga was like literally like at the bar, like literally like at the bar, sitting like a couple of seats down. From <laughs> Nobody would like, I don't even think people knew it was him. Like it was really on some like, my roommate was like, yo, that's AI right there. And I was like, and I looked over, I didn't like look over, but I, I kind of like glanced and I was like, there's, I, 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 he said it and I was like, there's no way AI is in this bar. You know what I mean? Like I was like, shut the fuck up. So he said, he was like, no, that's, and I look over and I see like you know he, he had a do-rag on with a hat you know what I mean so like so I'm Not like many people. yeah you know what I'm saying I'm like, I'm like it could be him but I don't think that oh why would AI be here you know what I mean like, like I, this was a bar that like was low-key that we would just all like we went to like every like twice a week you know what I mean I'm like why would AI be here like and then it was him like that shit was that shit was wild to me that shit was wild to me I kind of want to go um find out about like what you're into like outside of basketball like is there is there like shit that you're into i know you say you fuck with like movies and like fortnite i guess a good question would be like what's your what's your uh recent favorite movie recent what's a movie that you saw recently that had like a big impact on you impact on me yeah. oh hmm. recent movie i saw would be infinity war and black actually oh, black oh yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and yeah say, black you know, the traditional answer <laughs> That's real, that's real. But on some real stuff, like, outside of that, like, I felt like, because I like action hero movies, all that type of stuff. But that one was different in the sense that not only is, like, black cast and everything, like, that's great. Mm -hmm. But also the uh, villain aspect of it, like, Killmonger, like, it was relatable. Like, yeah, he was an interesting villain. In his own way. Yeah. It was extreme. He wanted to do it in his, it's kind of like that, like, Che Guevara, like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas that, like, like... They got a purpose behind their villain tree. I, I saw it almost it like some like 
Martin Luther King and Malcolm, Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's real. Malcolm X, like, let's take up arms. MLK, like, let's join together. That's like, real. We can work this out. That's real. And I was like, that's a crazy parallel that they can draw up like that and, like, really just... I was like, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, giving back, like, all those messages were in there, and I was like, that felt like a good, like, complete movie. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I, I've had... I have interesting feelings about Black Panther. I thought it was a great movie. I just felt like it was overhyped. You know what I mean? Not, well, not that it was over. Yeah, it was just like black movie. Yeah, and I was just like, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. And like, I, I love everything that it stood for and all that shit, but I'm like, yo, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. Right. Personally, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, still a superhero movie. And honestly, I've and never really been into superhero right. movies. I like ever. Like, I mean, I've seen, like I see, you know, it's like the, Though honestly, like the best superhero movie I've ever seen are The Dark Knight Rises and The Dark Knight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, those true. Batman those movies are on another level. Movies. Those are yeah. great films. Like you know what I mean? Like like okay. So what's funny is like with Killmonger, uh-huh. that was a villain I could get with in the same respect that I could get with like a Bane or like a Joker. Like right. it's really like what I think what I really loved about those Batman movies was. Just like the the way those stories were told, you know what I mean? They were told like they were real stories, real things going on, real like issues, but they were centered around like fictional superheroes. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a person like world dominating. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. What I'm saying? out here to just destroy Yo, stuff. Like, like I would like I like still to the, I think I think I cried during like I think I teared up during the Dark Knight Rises. Like straight up, that shit was crazy. And then you know what I'm saying Joker had that iconic performance yeah. and shit like that. So that shit was that shit was dope. Um, as far as like like learning and like kind of like personal development, do you do anything kind of like towards those uh, those um, avenues? I want to say I get into reading a lot. I yeah. want to get into reading, yeah. but I don't as much. But I mean, personal development, like because I feel like that comes in all types of ways. You know, right, I mean? not right, just right. reading, but as far as just like whether it's trying to be a better athlete, trying to be a better person. Like, do you try to do things like that? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I mean. I don't try to benchmark, you know, what it is to be a better person, but yeah, it's like, that's very I real. try to be good. That's like, very as real. As best as I can that's without very like trying to like, all right, I did this many things today. I should get a power. Yeah, like, no, that's <laughs> real. I think, no, that's very, that's very, that's a very, uh, I can really uh, understand what you're saying when you say that. I feel like um, people kind of try, especially like with social media, you know what I'm saying? People kind of try to show like, I'm like, yeah, look how I improved in this way. Like, or like, I'm improving in this way. And I feel like what's really interesting is people have this way of communicating on like through like memes or through like shit on social where there's where they're like kind of like pointing the finger at other people for not improving in the ways that they do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you got to drop your friends who are not doing this. Then, you know what I mean? Just like things like that. And I'm just like, yo, you're kind of. Like I, I I get the message, but you're kind of being like show offy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I really do fuck with so that. you can do it. Yeah, like, like make sure you do it though. That's just that's just wild yeah. to me. But um, I guess what I was kind of getting at was, uh, where do you go when you are looking to kind of like improve, whether it's as a player or as a person? Like, what kind of resources do you use to uh, do that? Um, I feel like talking to people. Yeah. I have I have a dude. He was our sports psychiatrist in a Holy Cross, mm-hmm. and they met up with. I talked to him every couple months or something. Just you know, 
he all of the mindset and everything about yeah. being in the moment. You know, he just reminds me of that stuff. But it's always good to hear. Yeah, that's and real. I try to do anything like relaxing. Like I, I, I mess with yoga. It, oh, it helps with my flexibility. I, and everything I, I mess with I yoga need, too. But at the same time, it's like it's like a good like spiritual. Yo, that's that's my that's my favorite thing about it. It's like yeah, the flexibility thing, but it's kind of the meditation and just the kind of like the awareness of your body, the right. awareness of like, to me, honestly, uh, the biggest thing I learned about yoga was kind of just to, like we kind of the theme that we've been saying this whole time, kind of take life as it comes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't ever feel a certain type of way because you can't do a certain type of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just not your time. You know what I mean? Like, like your time, like that's like, I learned that through becoming more flexible in yoga. You know what I mean? Like it's really wild how when I first started doing that shit, I couldn't like touch my toes and like now I just can. And I don't, rem- I don't ever really remember like literally, I remember like literally earlier today, I touched my toes and I was like, damn, I can touch my toes. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I'm just like, but it's like so funny how you can progress without act- actively thinking about each day how much right. you progress. That's it's like, it's, yeah, it's like you look back after six, seven months of doing it and it's like, damn, like I was here six, seven months ago. Now I'm here. You know and what I'm saying? It's a good feeling because it's like. I wasn't actively thinking about it, yeah. But the way I was living, the things I was doing, like this you made it, and that's right. that's that that's what that goes into that whole like being a part of the moment type right. shit. Like that's a that's a very important thing I think that people kind of I, I think that leads to um, just like bad places mentally. You know what I mean? Because like and it's also a tough thing to do though. It's a tough thing to do. We all like as human beings, I think we want things that we see. Yeah. Like we that's not necessarily in our grasp. And we just want them. We don't know why we want them. We just want like he has it, so I want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? it's just like, yeah, like that's not for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I think it's that's really what it boils down to is like just appreciating what you have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people don't do that shit enough. Like you know what I'm saying? Like straight up. And I'm sure you see it as an athlete. Like, like, actually, this is something that I'm very interested in mm-hmm. um, with with athletes and, and uh, professional sports. There's like a timeline. You know what I mean? There's like a time limit for that. Like, how do you view that? Like, how do you view knowing that you can only do this for so long? Um, Get it all now. <laughs> you got to get as much resources, as many connections, yeah. as much money yeah. as possible, like soon. Cause it's like injury. Yeah, that's real. Like it's it's all it's in the back of your mind, but it's not because you don't want that type of negative vibe. Or that's anything, real. That's it's real. Like you have to do this as much as possible. Because in the basketball world, you're working backwards from everyone else. How everyone do you so? Building up their funds, building up their resume, building up everything in order to you know make those big checks in the in deep oh, down the line. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but a lot of basketball players, eighteen to. 25, that's when you can 26. make the most. That's when you make the most. And <laughs> I never looked at it that way. That's real. You're like you don't want to decline like this. <laughs> you're like straight down. You, you want to take a trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Trajectory, like you know, hopefully you made some of the right connections. Yeah, you make a couple investments. Okay, and stuff yeah, like that. that's and real. A couple business decisions, but it's like that's the whole mindset of the NBA. So that's a, that's very like, interesting. I never thought like about a it that way. Rich quick, like like all right, I got the money. So it's like. All right, well, what to do now? So it's like that's the biggest thing because yeah. you got to try to make this last because it's different. You've been having money, you know, your whole life. You got more money now. You're getting more money now. You understand money. You know how to control it. You know what you want. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. 18, 25 years old. You're like, I see myself in a Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's real. And if you I know get that phrase out, which I can, I will. What's funny because it's like when you get older, you kind of realize like material type things yeah. are like less important. So I guess you could be quote unquote smarter with your buying or your spending mm-hmm. habits. You know what I mean? But when you, but like it, it's interesting as how like when you get older and your and your earning potential increases, but you're still getting smarter with how you spend. It's like right. you can make that money last longer. Like you said, when you're like a kid and you've got the most earning potential you can have. <laughs> But you also have you also want to spend the most that you you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's a, it's it's a it works against you. That's a like, bad combination. But at the same time, it's like gotta do it. You like, gotta do that. You shit. Gotta do it. It's like because some people, you know, they got families to feed. Yeah, they got people to take care of. So it's like, but it's like how to make it go like this and not just like that's <laughs> that's so real. Yeah, because I mean, it's not. It's like once you're hurt, like that four years is up. It's like that. Damn. So it's like you're earning this much. Injury or can't get on no more teams, bam. That's why. Until you find another job. Yeah. So, like, you might play overseas, but it's like, all right, you're right over here. Yeah. It's not, it's it's like, not the same. As soon as you're done playing, that's the end of your income unless yeah. you have something else. That's wild. Um, so, it's like, am I going to make this five mil last my lifetime and my family's lifetime, or am I going to be able to take care of my kids to like 60 and then I'll try to see what happens? I, how, how do you think about that? Like, like how do you think about. Um, <clears throat> Just like like how like I like um I mean I'm not trying to like get in your pockets but are you are you like a big spender or like like how do you think oh, of, are you like an investor or like you say you cheap as hell that, that's what it is like that's what and what's funny is that like not that you come from no crazy money but like when you you weren't you weren't I don't know like you weren't like, like impoverished when you yeah like, like when you were a kid I got so you nice don't things when I was a kid exactly like my exactly favorite. my Christmases were pretty good yeah like, so I you don't bake exactly. all the time like so that's I, real that's I'm real comfortable like Young, I know like, a lot of different people didn't have. That. That's real. Like, What's funny is that I feel like my my feelings about money are like I don't necessarily think money is as big a deal as people make it out to be, dog. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like money is a tool. You know what I mean? Like when I make money, it's like, okay, how can I use this to do the next thing that I want to do? Right. Not like, okay, I made this. What can I buy to like <laughs> money for money? Yeah, like, yeah, like you know what I'm saying? And it's and I think it's because like I wasn't like super rich or well off but one one we kind of grew up in an area where like the people the people around us had money so it's like uh, we kind of just know i don't know like i feel like because i grew up in an area where like people weren't like super super poor and like my like i wasn't super poor but my parents were cheap and stingy as hell you know what i mean so like they're not going to give me whatever i want but they'll give me what i need it kind of made me realize like everything i want is not what it, what i need you know what i mean like people sometimes people think i want this so i have to have it you know what i mean i'm the type of person where it's like i want this but i can do without it like i'll pay for it when i really have enough to pay for it like 3 you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I can pay for it, but I'm not going to, like, put myself in the negative. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's actually, like, a, a good kind of basis. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like you're right. In this in this area, a lot of the black families, of like, have the same type of mindset. Like, we're not... People here aren't crazy rich. Yeah. People aren't crazi poor. We're somewhere in the middle. In the Some middle. people are better off in the middle. Some people that's are That's real. Lower that's real. So, it's like, you get an understanding for... You know the necessities you need. The necessities. Like, the that's necessities what it is. Necessities with the money, and you don't look for money as like the end. Like yeah. money's just the end for like. All right, I'm using this money to to do something. Yeah, like that's that's what it. To me, it's like it's a tool. You know what I mean? Like I like 
to me, money is like like they say, money is kind of like freedom. You know what I mean? Like I, I like the I like the fact that I don't have to ask people for shit because not to say that I have money, but it's like I know, OK, if I work enough, I'll just pay for it when I can afford it. Like I'm not like there's really honestly what's crazy is that. I don't really want a lot. <laughs> you know, you're like straight up, like I don't really want a lot of shit. Like straight up, like I don't want designer clothes. I don't want designer shoes. I don't want like a luxury. I, I don't. That's the thing. Like I don't want a lot, so I don't spend a lot, so I can hold on you're to what I have. You know what I mean? I'm just right, super cool. chilly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm kind of interested in knowing how you feel about kind of like the younger generation of like ball players like you know what i'm saying like there's this whole type of i think it's just something that we do as a society we always like are super judgy with like the next generation that's coming before coming <laughs> yeah, after it's like the same way like the same way the generation before us yeah. is judgy about us and then like we're judging about the next ones like how do you feel about like because you know you hear a lot of talk about like the game's changing and like and all of this shit is crazy it's like yeah like it's really crazy why people think that things will stay the same like across yeah. all industries whether yeah. it's sports music businesses like nothing stays the same since the beginning of time like there was a time when people were trans were fucking getting from one place to another by walking and then they were using horses and now they're using cars like you know what I'm saying like like this shit happens all the time but I do, I am interested though like in what you think about like kind of like the next wave of basketball where it's like big men are shooting threes and like you know what I'm saying like what, what, what's your do you have any kind of like thoughts on that I'm thinking like people are getting bigger stronger and faster yeah. and just better got like, like 6'9 point guards and like high school are bro, stupid dog I'm fucking with this uh, AAU squad right yeah. and like dog there's like niggas that are like six one six two that are dunking and I'm I was like I mean like like even like five ten five eleven and they're just like I'm like yo like how do y'all have bunnies like this right. like you know what I'm saying like it's no, just wild I understand but I can tell you it's gonna be more athletic just yeah. because I don't know people are getting more athletic somehow yeah and <laughs> that's real that's real and it's also gonna be so much more skilled because uh you know we talk about ai and how like he was such a good basketball player but how he also just kind of changed the game that's like, real arm sleeves and all that stuff. yeah well i was thinking about it, and i think curry changed the game too and i say it like this because you look at lebron oh i want to be like lebron i want to be like lebron you're not going to be 6'9 260 that's real so it's like, i know that's not, real you're not going to be that that's like, real you can you can mimic his skill set but you have to have your own type of skill set mm -hmm. because you just can't replicate that mm -hmm. but you see curry I mean, he's a regular size nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up. You know, he wasn't that strong coming in. You know, he shoot a bunch of threes and yeah. worked on his handle, and he's yeah. nice as hell. Yeah. I mean, any kid could be. You know, any, any kid could be. Yeah, yeah, any yeah. Any kid could be Curry. Yeah. So not not every kid to be, can be LeBron. Yeah. So you're gonna have kids that. I mean, you see it now. Like kids are just over dribbling the ball and shooting, pulling <laughs> up from thirty five feet everywhere. And I think that's terrible for the game. But at the same time, like all right, over time, they'll get weed, like the weed out. Yeah, and you're just gonna have like a some skilled kids. That yeah. Just Really, even that little nigga Trey Young, like yeah. he, 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 fucking, he, he, he's a baller. You right. know what I'm saying? In the same like mold of like more a, of them. Yeah, yeah, it's like all right, like the game's getting more guard oriented. It's getting faster. Yeah, and as the big men are still like, you need to be a fast, agile big man to keep up with these type of games going on. Yeah, that's real. So it's like 
soon enough, you're going to have Draymond Greens in the league just playing five. Like, it's going to yeah. go back. I feel like it might go back down to, like, the Charles Barkley, like, type big power. You think so? Fast, strong. But I feel like, I, I mean, you even got these unicorn-looking, like, Porzingis <laughs> niggas. Like, there's still niggas that are coming out that are, like, 7'3", right. 7'2". Seven, like completely guard. Like, yeah. if you can post up, that's just because you're a bigger... <laughs> yeah. That's real. Like, I mean, this is... is, is so it's, it's, it's going to be five guards on the court. <laughs> <laughs> he's straight up running that all the time that's like, real they, Cleveland be playing Kevin Love at the five that's real he just spaces the floor like the three point line is like gold nowadays because yeah. everyone started doing the analytics on everything you know they talk oh about, yeah that's true you know layups and yeah. threes corner threes like that's the thing across the league like the most successful teams throughout the year take a lot of like Good, good threes, but corner threes and layups. The mid range area is like people are starting to fade out of it. But so is that what like y'all like? Is that what kind of like the? Do you have people like within your organization that tell you shit like that? Oh yeah, they yeah? they don't want me taking any mid. No, not like you, but no, like, but yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. A lot of but like like yeah. this across the board, like mid range twos are starting to like fade out. Cause so they like, tell you don't take mid range twos. That's wild. Because like statistically, like they're not high percentage shots. Right, you can you can get in the paint and get a. It's like a much higher percentage, or you take a couple more threes, you miss a couple. But well, you, you'll have even the same amount points. of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. So it's that's like so interesting. Threes yeah. and layups. Like you look at you look <laughs> that's at so rockets, interesting. Threes and layups. That's so interesting, yo. And 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 I feel like honestly the world is data driven. <laughs> like Facebook yeah, is data driven, exactly. YouTube data driven. Like you know what I'm saying? So like it's interesting like that it seeps into like right. um the like, sports. I feel like a mid-range pull-up is gonna be like <laughs> I don't even know. Like, you gonna get benched for taking a mid range pull up? Why are you doing that? Like, I'm like, you gonna get benched for taking a mid range pull up? Because like, it's like <laughs> teams like like threes like that's real. Like the Warriors, like yeah, the Warriors and the Rockets killing them like mid range layups and pull ups, and then they come down and make six threes. Three. Like, oh, <laughs> You're like, what just happened? <laughs> that's real. And like it's like bam, 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 bam. it's like all right, and then they win. It's yeah. like threes must work. <laughs> but we made baskets. Right? That's just wild. That's just wild, dog. The Warriors are like that. The Warriors are the Warriors are wild. Like, yeah. what is it like to? Did you guys play the Warriors? Um, yeah. Or did you play against the Warriors this year? I didn't. I was I was dressed, but I didn't play. No. It was a pretty close game, I think. Yeah. What was it like? Like watching? What's it, I mean? What's it like watching these games from 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 the sideline? I mean, it's cool. It's like yeah. you won. It's like you're the closest spectator. Yeah. And two is like you analyze it a little differently than yeah. watching. Like you're analyzing, all right, this play, they did that, this play. You're looking at you're looking at players and their abilities, not just the actual player. Yeah. So like, like even when you're like watching games on TV, is that, mm -hmm. is that what you're doing? Yeah, even when I'm watching games on TV, yeah. because if I'm on the bench and I'm watching that, you know, I might not be playing, but the player next to me, one of my, like, Pascal might be watching this person do something. So if I can offer, like, my Something like, what you, like, yeah, your you perspective know, or, still, like, what you I'm saw. still a teammate. Yeah, that's no, real. That's real. So it's like, I'm trying to make us win in any way that's possible. That's real. So, that's like, very real. What can I do to, like, you know, help somehow? Yeah. Um, kind of going back to the whole, like, uh, this whole shit has a span. Have you, have you, I know you say like you live in the moment and stuff like that, but like, have you thought about what you would do when your NBA career is done or like what you kind of want to get into? Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get into real estate. Okay. You know, uh, my dad owns properties in Philly. Yeah. So I've been going up and like maintaining them and oh, word, the word. books for them nice. when I was younger. So like I've, I've had that type of mindset growing up. Yeah. And, 
like you know I, I feel like it's pretty cool like i want to be able to like have like be it have tenants and like own property that's such a good way to make yeah. bread yo and like straight up something too. straight up i mean the flipping is a good way to like come up or like may are like really like have these like big uh you know what i mean these yeah, like big, big like payouts here big there, chunks yeah. of bread but the tenant thing like that's like that's the that's that's so that's such a good you know what i mean my, my folks like, have some properties too have people pay your mortgage off. just paying yeah like it's really wild like my, my folks have a couple properties too and it's funny because like one's in baltimore and like literally like it makes nothing you know what i mean like it is what it is it's baltimore right now and it's just like it's so shit you yeah. know what i mean and i remember as a kid like having to go there and like clean up and like do yard work and like you know what I'm saying maintain it maintain it but um there's another property that, that they have in DC that you know what I mean they have it took them a while to get tenants in there but now that they have tenants that's like just like a, another source of income right, you know what right. I mean and that shit is so interesting to me you know what I mean like that's a it's something that me personally I don't know if I could get into it but just that whole like that's the way to make money in real estate you know what I mean and through like owning property definitely right. I think with tenants and like with flipping yeah. but um that's that's something you're you're fuck with yeah just all types of property stuff like you know I want to have like a AU type gym like Word. that's in the future where I yeah. can like hold tournaments yeah. and people can come in and work at like Discovery Sports Center or whatever okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that fields of soccer stuff yeah. like that's like that's like deep out there. Deep down, like, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, just running my own type of business, like yeah. getting a little piece of things here and there, like, you know. That's real. Have you seen that shit that they're building on like fucking, what is that, like Air Park? Not Air Park. Yeah, Air Park. There's like a fucking big ass like sports plex. It's like a outdoor. I'm sure you've seen it, bro. No, I'm sure, but I'm sure you've seen it. It's like, what's that fucking real? I think it's Air Park. Air Park. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Right. On the right yeah. side. Yeah, like yeah. big ass basketball courts, football fields. I don't I know, know what they're doing there, but that shit looks wild. Because I thought a couple of ways, like there's that gated thing that looks yeah, like no, government. Yeah, property. yeah, yeah. And it's going to be the Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, it, like, it, it, like I, I was driving past there today, actually. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like this shit looks like it's done. You know what I mean? And, I, and, I, and what's funny is I drove, I drive past there almost every day yeah. and I never really noticed it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was today that I was like, yo, like they, they got whole ass football fields, whole ass soccer fields, whole ass basketball courts. I'm like, what the fuck is going on there? When does that shit open? Around here though, like stuff That's real. Like, should just be popping up. Slowly being constructed. Yeah. And then it's like, bam, it's there. Like, That's real. I feel like crown. I know I've been going downtown crowd. Like, I've been gone and back, but I remember I was like, "Oh, they doing something over there." <laughs> they got something going on over I there. I came back like two months later. Yeah, that shit was like the popping. It's like it that like, shit's real. What is this? I fuck with downtown crowd though. They got like they got hella good shit out there. Nah, it's nice. Um, I kind of want to. Do you have? Okay, as far as like up and coming high school ish players, like. What kind of advice would you give young basketball players just in general? She be in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> work on what you're good at and then <laughs> add some other stuff. Yeah. And then just be it like be a professional. Like like that's that goes along with being a good person. Like, mm -hmm. You don't gotta like just because you're the best, you don't gotta be like an asshole. asshole. Yeah. Like you'd be cocky for yeah. sure. Like you Confident. work for it to be like that. Yeah. Like, so you gotta you gotta show your stuff, but just keep working because mm -hmm. it's like, like that's that cheesy like line. Like if you're not in the gym working, someone else is. That's real. That's true. But that's very true. It's and, true. And, 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 it, and it plays in all fields of life. Like I said, yeah. like I really believe like sports mirror uh, life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And 
I, I, it, it just it just plays out in life. Like, you know, what I'm saying like once I started like once I started doing what I actually like doing and I was doing it 24 seven opportunities started pre- presenting themselves. And it's not that I felt ready for every opportunity, but I'm just I'm just the type that I'm always I, I, I was at least prepared. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes when when opportunities present themselves, you know, and that's some, this is something that I actually have realized when opportunities present themselves, you never feel ready, but you got to do it anyway right. to know whether you're ready to, you know, what I'm saying whether you was like that, that kind of goes back to that whole like not being scared to make mistakes and yeah. fail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. if you if you wait until you feel 100 percent comfortable before you try some shit, it's you will never this shit will never. And, and that's very real. Like yeah. it's so many. It's funny, actually, that you say that, because something that's really been like on my mind is. You know how like Will Smith has been like really like active on like Instagram and like whatever. I saw like him telling the story of how like the Fresh Prince came about, right? Mm -hmm. And he was saying how um, he he was like famous off the music shit, but he had like like we were saying as a kid, you know what I'm saying, and having all this money, he had like just like spent it not the right way. You know what I'm saying? So he he wound up being broke like super quick you know what I mean like before the before the show came out yeah. you know what I mean and he was saying like he in order to like try to make some money he went on the Arsenio Hall show went on the Arsenio Hall show met this dude who like introduced him to Quincy Jones who is like one of the producers of the of the Fresh Prince show and when he took him to Quincy Jones house because they, they had already had the idea for the show. They just needed, like, a main character. Yeah. And they were, like, trying to tell Will to do it. And he was just like, oh, I'm not an actor, shit like that. And Quincy Jones was, like, having, like, a party. And he was, like, read the script and then just, like, audition. He's, like, there's a, there's a, he's, like, NBC's producer is here right now. Just, like, read the script for, like, 15, like, take as long as you need, yeah. but read it. And then, you know what I'm saying? We'll do an audition, like, today. Yeah. And he was, and he kept saying, like, I'm not ready to audition today. Like, can we do it, like, tomorrow or, like, next week or some shit? Yeah. And Quincy just kept pretty much saying, like, either we're doing it today or we're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pretty much is what he was saying. Then he was like, fuck it. Like, I'll do it. And then that just propelled, like, the Fresh Prince to yeah. go. You know what I'm saying? Fresh Prince went on to be what it was. And that shit really resonated with me because I'm like, yo, there's so many times where I felt like I wasn't ready to do something or I didn't want to do something. Yeah. And I just did. I don't know what in me told me to do it anyway. Like, I really don't know what it was. And the reason I say that is because, like, I don't know how to give advice to people as far as taking opportunities that they're not ready for, because, like, I felt like I just felt like I had to do it, even though I didn't feel ready. You know, I don't know how to, like, teach that to someone or, like, tell someone, like, do things that you don't feel. You know what I mean? Like, it don't sound like really tangible advice, but that shit is just real. Like, you can miss opportunities by saying, like, I'm not ready. You know what I mean? You can miss, like, real good opportunities that way. You know what I mean? That's really just interesting to me. Um, But, yeah, like, young, young ballers, dog, like, you hear, you hear, you hear welcome, dog, like. Stay in the gym. Stay ready. That's like, that's really what it is. On some real, like, stay in the gym. That's real. Stay ready. That's like, real. That's all you can really do. Like, an opportunity might come and it might not come, but like, when it when it does come, you have that chance to do something. Like, that's real. And if you miss that chance, like in the basketball world, there's not many other second chances. Yeah. Like, you you. And sometimes you don't even realize it wasn't. It was a chance. No, that's very real. That's very real. And I think that's why people, I think that's why people tend to like, 
dismiss them. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll just take the next opportunity. Right. It's like, yeah, like you don't even realize that like opportunities don't just come every day. You know what I mean? Like that's why they be saying like when opportunity nights, you got to answer it because like them shits don't just come all the time. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like just because somebody offered you like a workout or like an opportunity to meet them today doesn't mean that like they just want to meet you in general. That doesn't mean that like now, you know what I'm saying? We can do it when you're free. It just means that like they wanted it in that moment. You have to take advantage of that moment. You know what I mean? Take advantage of the moment. Like Straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep you too long. I do let people leave their lasting impression, their lasting, their like last kind of uh, whether it's like advice, whether it's like whatever it is, like you know what I'm yeah. saying, Lee, like your last kind of like remarks for this podcast. Shoot, man, everything I live by, been what we what we've been talking about this whole time, you know, just live in the moment, yeah, enjoy life. That's you know, very real. Be a good person, enjoy like, this shit. As cheesy and basic as it sounds, it's like you know that's all you can really do. Yeah, you can't control all the outside stuff. Like one of the substitute teachers used to tell us, like. No, people gonna be throwing shit at you, but you don't gotta catch it. That's real. <laughs> That's real. Catch the bullshit. That's let real. It fly by. Just let it fly by. And that kind of goes back to what we were saying about people reacting to everything. It's like, yeah. yo, like you don't. Everything doesn't need a reaction. You know what I mean? Like everything and, and, and things and when people do things and say things and throw shit, it's not like for you to then go and like try to catch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? They're just, they're just getting their own shit off, and people are just like, oh no, I gotta say something about that. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, like that's. That's kind of like destroying your energy. You know what I mean? Like I think people let people do that and like let that happen a lot. You know what I'm saying? Got be you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I fuck with all the kind of the messages that you were because I'm, I'm I'm of the very same way. Like life is very simple if you kind of just like let it happen, but mm-hmm. do you at all times. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And then just be open to whatever it can offer you, but you got to know like what you want. So you right. know, like okay, this is for me. This isn't for me. You know what I mean? That's very interesting, but um, yeah, bro, I appreciate you coming through, chopping it up, man. Um, what, what do you, what do you, what do you got going on like this summer? What do you got going on like after this? Uh, uh, straight workout. Working out. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally all we've been talking about all day. Straight working out and so whatever I choose to do in my off time. That's real. Probably just watch movies and chill. But That's at real. The same time, um, yeah. can niggas find you on Fortnite? Is good. Oh, niggas yeah. come get at you. Oh, Fortnite. Where at? Where at? The, uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. What's your what's your uh, gamer tag? What is it? Spida one three one three. Yeah. S P I D A one three one three. Because they knock you off. Uh, shout out. Dubs. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get these dubs. All right. Yeah, bro. I appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate yeah. everything, bro. I appreciate you for listening to this episode of this a podcast. Uh, definitely continue to check out everything we got on It's Nation TV. Like I said, we just dropped a new show called Saba Saga. Definitely still got the uh, Sporty Life TV on there popping. Uh, my homegirls got their podcast with the live from the back seat. Man, continue to support. I really do appreciate all that. We all do. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, let's just keep it going. It's fucking nation.